You're listening to Consider This, episode 311, for January 25th, 2021. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are. Thanks for listening to this award-winning political podcast, Consider This. I'm Doug Payton, here with my conservative commentary in just 10 minutes or less. Yes, the same amount of time a lot of our legislators take to read 1,500-page bills. If you want to read me a 1,500-page bill, I'll pass on that, but if you have other feedback you'd like to send me, I'm all ears. And emails. Head on over to considerthis.ctpodcasting.com. The sidebar shows all the ways you can get in touch with me. That's CT as in crazy times. It's the first few days of a new administration here in the U.S., and that means one thing, whiplash in the White House. With a stroke of a pen, laws are changing. Let's see what's been happening. Welcome to the first episode of Consider This, made during the Joe Biden administration. According to his inauguration speech, this will be a time where we can come together in unity and healing, with cats and dogs living together, men and women in the same locker room. Well, not so much the former, but definitely the latter. And how will that be accomplished? By executive order, of course. Now, I've been consistent in noting that if you live by the EO, you die by the EO. More and more of the functioning of our government has been given over to edicts signed by the president, such that any time the party at the top switches, so do dozens of laws. Not in the first hundred days, but the first hundred minutes. It shouldn't be this way, but here we are. Trump spent his early time on the job reversing Obama EOs, and now Biden in turn re-reverses them. The president should not have that much power, period. Having said all that, let's look at some of the EOs that President Biden has signed. This one I could see coming 400 miles away, stopping construction of the border wall. Oh, there's a big surprise! That's an incredible... I think I'm going to have a heart attack and die from that surprise! First of all, I have to make an obvious observation, one I've made before. Walls work. Just like the wall around Biden's inauguration ceremony, walls work. The new administration says that they'll be doing things differently. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan put it this way, quote, the Biden administration is going to have a very different approach to regional migration, close quote. He added that there was going to be a special emphasis on dealing with the, quote, root causes of migration in the region, close quote. No, that doesn't mean they will be getting rid of or reforming any government programs that give free stuff to illegal immigrants. That would be too easy and effective. Instead, that means we will be increasing security within places like Guatemala. We'll aid in rooting out government corruption there and boost their economy to reduce the need that citizens feel to leave and come here. You know, things like we've been doing for a long time in Guatemala and Honduras and many other countries in Central and South America. 
If people from there have legitimate reasons to want to come here, and you can't blame them for wanting to, there is, in fact, a legal way to do that. But in the intervening years, before all that reform takes hold, no more wall. <laughs> Brilliant. Speaking of immigration, another reversal from President Biden is one of Trump's, which mandated the use of, quote, all available systems and resources, close quote, to enforce U.S. immigration laws inside the country. Biden will instead call for enforcement policies, quote, in line with our values and priorities, close quote. So, Trump said to use our law enforcement resources to enforce our laws, while Biden said, what? What values and whose priorities are we talking about? How is enforcing the laws on the books problematic? If you don't like the laws, change the laws. Don't send out edicts about what laws you will and won't enforce. And as I said before, no president from any party should be doing that. Another EO for Joe was one that preserved and strengthened the Obama-era Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or the DACA program. This is the program that Obama said Congress needed to create, and that it was unconstitutional to do it by EO. And then he did it by EO. And now Joe is reinforcing the same way. Should Congress pass DACA? On the merits, I can see why they should. But ours is a system of representative governing and compromise. And a single man or woman with a single signature is neither representative nor does it hammer out compromise. It is force without dissent. And when that force goes against our founding documents, it's tyranny. Joe, true international pressure. Biden also made sure that we rejoined that branch of the Chinese Communist Party that Trump had removed us from, the World Health Organization. You remember them, right? They're the folks who parroted whatever China said regarding COVID-19, and both the WHO and the CCP were found to have not moved quickly enough as the disease was getting a foothold. The ties between the Director General of the WHO, whose name I will not butcher here, and the CCP, are enough to see why China has been able to use the WHO to cover for it as they botched things early on. So, let's rejoin that. Then there's the Keystone XL pipeline. Joe wants to halt construction of it. Well, first of all, our very close trading partner Canada is a little peeved about this, since this is shipping their oil to our refineries. So instead, we'll have to send it by truck or train. Transportation methods that send out carbon emissions. I'm sorry, what exactly was the goal here? On the discrimination front, Biden will sign an executive order mandating that the federal government extend Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits employment discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, and national origin, to also cover sexual orientation and gender identity. Now, as I've mentioned on the show before, my prediction is that this will spill over into Title IX of the Education Amendments, which gave us, among other things, women's sports. 
Now, I will say that this is such an easy prediction to make because it's already happening in certain pockets of the country. Men identifying as women are smashing women's records in track, for instance, and being allowed to even before they go on hormone treatments. Merely saying you're a woman gets you to the starting line. And even if they are on a hormone treatment, a new study shows that after the recommended one year of that treatment, biological men still retain an athletic advantage over women. And on average, even after two years. Women, the game is up. Men have figured out how to elbow themselves into your sports. The hashtag Biden erased women was trending on Twitter recently when people realized this. These executive orders are all based on promises that Biden made during the campaign. They are either unconstitutional, poorly thought out, discriminatory, bad for national security, or some combination thereof. Congress has abdicated its responsibilities, so this is what we get. So off we go into a Biden administration. I hope to get some feedback from you about topics to discuss as we all get through these next four years. And if you see some interesting articles, send them to me via email or post them in the Facebook group. We've got quite a bit of a discussion going on there. Let's hear what you think. Well, thanks for listening and stick around. There will be more opportunities to consider this.